welcome to Take Two of Daikaiju Network's commentary on 1956's Godzilla King of the Monsters, the OG King of the Monsters. I am your co-host, Kent, and with me is your other co-host. Jason, how's it going, everyone? So this is Take Two. Uh, for <laughs> for those that, didn't, uh, that were watching yesterday. Um, which was probably none of you. Uh, so for the zero of you that were watching, you probably were wondering what happened yesterday. Uh, we had 20 minutes to go, and then all of a sudden I happened to look over to talk to Jason, and it said he left, and he said he had a power outage. <laughs> so A complete power outage in uh, part of the area of the town that I'm currently living in. Yeah, so uh, we are back. We are doing Godzilla, King of the Monsters, the American edit of 1954's Gojira starring Raymond Burr. Uh, we had, sadly, quite a bit of a, a nice pregame talking about this movie before we uh, started the film. Uh, I'm not going to go through all that. and In fact, I'm going to do the best I can to try to condense as much of it as I can. Um so typically, like with the commentaries, we talk a little bit about, um, you know, our personal history with the film and in question and all that. And, um, you know, for both Jason and I, this was our third Godzilla film we watched. And for me, for many years, especially when I was younger, because I was, what, eight when I saw this film, um, I thought it was fine. Uh, but as a kid, I wanted more just monster punching monster action. And I didn't watch it a whole lot. And I kind of abandoned it more or less when 2004 came along and then Gojira became officially released uh, here in the United States. And of course, like with many people at the time who had never seen Gojira up to that point, I was completely blown away by Gojira. And I was kind of in line with most people at that time where we were kind of saying, forget King of the Monsters, like, let's try to erase that from memory so to speak and um it wasn't until uh, kind of as i got a little bit older i would say probably within the last five seven years roughly it wasn't until i began to think uh, more about um this movie and to rediscover it and to realize that this film really is kind of in, in my opinion uh, a better movie than what so many of us, myself included, had believed at one point uh, because this was the only version of the original film we had up until 2004 and we had heard for years Gojira was the better film and sure shooting when that was available, yeah, all of us were like, yes, like so much of the story and, and the allegorical elements and some of the character work all that stuff was eliminated um, and a lot of people still in many ways hate this film and while in some respects, yes, it is sort of edited to be kind of a, a giant monster on the loose type of film, that is not 100% true because um, a lot of story elements are intact. Now, granted, yes, there is a lot that is gone from the film, no question about that. Um, but it is a film that still really retains some – some kind of base and core elements of the original film. That doesn't mean it is a work of art uh, or anything like that, but it is so much better than so many of us had believed for so many years. 
And uh, I, I would highly suggest uh, as you're watching this film, not only to just pay closer attention to the film itself, but I would suggest when you get the time to go read more up on this film, there are three books I would recommend that would kind of go f- into further uh informational territory on this that I think would really enlighten everyone as far as kind of not just about Gojira but the Americanized edit uh, process as well. One is Japan's Favorite Monster by Steve Rifle. Another is, uh, was it like the critical filmography of Godzilla by David Callett? Um, just search David Callett. I don't think I have that title completely accurate. And then the third and final one is a book by Peter H. Brothers uh, titled Atomic Dreams and Nuclear Nightmares, The Making of Godzilla 1954. Uh, it's, I think, roughly a 300-ish page book. A lot of it, yes, is on the making of Gojira itself. But towards the end of the book, there is some decent space given about the the Americanization of the film as well. And so I would highly suggest um, everyone, if you can, grab those books. One of them, Japan's Favorite Monster, is probably almost impossible to find, at least at a reasonable price. Uh, But the other two, you should be able to find very reasonable price, and just those two books alone can help you kind of get some more background information um, on this process. And so, um, you know, this is a film that I really have grown to respect more and more with time. I think part of that is because I'm older now. Uh, I have become a bit more sophisticated in terms of how I view a lot of things anymore. I am not... I, I don't consider myself a member of the general fandom fanboy club in Kaiju, meaning that I actually think for myself and I come to conclusions on my own about various films and everything else involving the fandom of Kaiju and anything else I'm a fan of. Um, and I, I really dig this movie again i i don't i'm not saying it's better than gojira i'm not saying that but i do think this film deserves a lot more respect than what so many of us have given it over the years uh raymond burr is fantastic in this thing like i said we watched all but the final 20 minutes of it uh yesterday uh we were even talking about it yesterday just his his um his acting and just how fantastic he was the fact too that i think you know we both commented on how he by the fandom more or less has been unfairly criticized by him just kind of standing around talking to people but it's not that simple not everybody can just stand there deliver lines and deliver more nuanced performances with the body language with voice tone with your facial expressions etc there's so much more to it and i think that's part of the problem with fandoms in general is that everybody thinks certain things are easier than what they actually are and until you actually either learn more about it or you start to get more involved within said area yourself you don't really realize how difficult some of that stuff really is and raymond burr delivers a fantastic performance here uh terry morse directed the american edit here he is uh, anybody familiar with classic science fiction films uh will know him as a director of unknown world uh it's not the most exciting science fiction film but it is rather interesting i, I would suggest 
everyone check it out. I think if you have Prime, I think it's still available for free to watch on Prime. That's how I first discovered that. I think I just I watched that in like the summer of 2020, I believe it was. Uh, quarantine time, might as well watch movies, right? Um, so check that out. It, it's a decent film. It's not the most exciting thing, but it is rather interesting. Um, but they actually – like we were half jokingly were saying yesterday during the commentary, this movie should have been titled Godzilla King of the Monsters. We gave a damn, meaning that they cared about how they cut this American edit to try to do the best they can to fit it within some of the original footage by building certain sets. They got a really good actor in Raymond Burr. They got some good supporting cast when he's talking uh, in theory to characters like, Dr. Yamane, they got people uh, dressed up to try to look like them as close as they possibly could. So I know, I know, I know you, you hush there. <laughs> I see you. Um, well, you said, you said that you're trying to condense this. I think I you're know. probably going a bit longer than you did. No, I'm not. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm still eight minutes under. Um, so my point is that this is so much better than what so many of us have given it credit for. And I can't stress enough, we need to give this film more credit, and I highly suggest everyone does more homework on this. So, Jason, your thoughts on this, and then we'll uh, dive into the actual film. Well, as, as far as my thoughts, I'm not going <laughs> to dive in too much. Well, like kind of like your person. history. <laughs> but uh, I know Kent has mentioned earlier that we watched this out of basically around the same time as one another, this being our third one. And as far as this one goes, for those of you who may have watched our first ticket of this commentary yesterday, that as far as uh, the viewing of the American version of Gojira goes, um, probably between the two of us, I probably have seen this one more than Kent has uh, during his uh, whole fandom lifetime. And I would say that probably the last time I have seen this, is, I would have to say right around the time uh, when we started uh, this uh, podcast, when we were uh, playing X Control Room at the time. And I'm not sure if we uh, reviewed this one or the 54 one. We'll have to go back and on our history of uh, reviewing the film. Now, I th we've done the, I think we've done it twice when we were doing the, uh, like we when we did the first one and then we did the retake of the first, I think, a handful of the first episodes of um, <laughs> of uh, all those uh, hand, handful of movies. But uh, yeah, that was right around the last time I've seen this movie. So over a decade or so ago so um but yeah there's memorable moments that i know and when we were watching the movie yesterday and i mentioned about some of those uh things before the power went out <laughs> so uh hopefully that doesn't happen again and if it does i'll go completely insane so uh other than that uh that's just kind of my uh brief uh history on uh, the American version of Gojira. Mm -hmm. 
So what we're doing is we're watching this on HBO Max. So it is going to be different from really uh, any other um, like DVD and Blu-ray release out there. And I have a couple of the – in fact, actually, I would have to check. I never did check my um, – was a Showa era collection book uh, version of this film, so it might line up with that Blu-ray release. I'm not sure. I, I have not watched it on that particular disc yet. My preferred disc that I go to when I do watch this movie is from Classic Media because I can actually read the subtitles better. Whereas Criterion, when they released the individual one, I don't know how many years ago it was. Now I found the subtitles to be incredibly difficult to read. Read. Um, yeah, I so think, when I do, I think they released that. Oh gosh, probably around twelve years. At ago, least I say, say, well, as far as Criterion, I would at least like to say twenty seventeen. Oh, okay. I thought I bought it like a little bit before then, but anyway, um, it might line up if you have. That. That collection, the Showa era collection, uh, that has the entire Showa uh, films. So otherwise, we're watching the HBO Max version. It is different, like I said, uh, from most of the other Blu-ray and DVD releases. So it's it's not gonna sync up if you're watching like the classic media version or whatever. But no deal, you no big deal. You can like pause and then hit play after a certain point because you probably can hear some of the audio through our mics but for those of us who have not uh, done this with us before we're going to count down we're going to go three two one go when we say go that's when we hit okay or play on our devices and so i think uh we both are at the one second mark on hbo max so anybody who is doing that you can sync up um your stream which is pretty easy you just, once it goes you just yeah when it's pause. at the one second mark it's when the criterion logo barely uh starts to appear yeah so uh I, if you're ready we can start the count i am ready all right so uh here i go with the countdown like i said when i say go that's when we start so three two one go all right and then put on the commentary cam so you don't see our ugly faces. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I can't believe we have to go through this again. We had 40 minutes left. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right. I apologize in advance if anybody like can hear my daughter screaming in the background. She doesn't like taking naps. Yeah, at least this time I put it on some uh, subtitles on this just in case when the uh, audio is a little bit too low for me. Yeah. My daughter was actually quieter yesterday when we first went through this. <laughs> <laughs> One of the subtitles read, Thunderous Pounding. <laughs> <laughs> Creature Bellowing. Man narrating. <laughs> Can you just say Raymond Burr or Steve Martin? Yeah. <laughs> now, I know we sort of mentioned this yesterday, but I'll just kind of reiterate it. Um, that, as Kent mentioned, that uh, they at least gave a damn when it came to some of the American footage and all that. You can see that they tried to do their damnness 
trying to make it as realistic and you know as possible during those days as well as uh, the great acting from uh, Raymond Burr here as he's you know trying to give a damn about this too Once again, uh, like uh, we were saying, give a damn. All the set building and the um, uh, makeup and clothing and just the fact that they, uh, you know, cared. Bring out your dad. <laughs> Some guys out there with a rake trying to rake up bodies. In reference for those that uh, that watch the Monty Python films. Yeah, I, I'm not as much of a fan of those. just a flesh wound. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, like someone has like a spike driven through their chest. That's just a flesh wound. <laughs> it is interesting though that they decided to start this American edit after the destruction had happened, then go back, lead up to the destruction, and then continue uh, during the conclusion of the movie with the destruction of Godzilla where the voiceover uh, ceases at that point because well, we're in the I, present. Well, no, I think it's uh, sort of a good thing just to kind of give the audience, you know, to think is like, what the hell happened? Well, yeah, I, I was about to say too, exactly like, I think happened. this is a very intriguing um beginning because it really gets people hooked as far as oh wow there's carnage there's all this a lot of people are dying etc mm-hmm. yeah and then I don't know can't mention about like when uh, Raymond Burr talks to some of the characters even though they're not the actual characters uh, from the Japanese movie but just uh, doubles you know you just only see see them from their back and stuff but at least they tried, tried their hardest, you know, trying to match the clothing and attire that they had on there. Mm-hmm. And as well as, I mean, just look at some of the, the makeup with, as far as adding some of the dirt on uh, Raymond Burr's arms and face and as well as some of the blood, too. Yeah, I mean, the fact, too, that they were able to keep the makeup very much... It, in line with what we saw just a few minutes earlier when he was in the building is phenomenal. Yeah. And I know I mentioned about this yesterday, but I'm going to reiterate this. Every time I see like an airplane shot like this during this time period, just reminds me of the twilight zone. 
Ah, oh, you messed it up. <laughs> they start getting in a fight. You and your stupid harmonica. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my eyes! What it is, is since they don't show you, because they can't during the time period, the reason why they got blinded was because it was a naked man that just jumped out of the ocean and flashed them. Boy, that's that's some horrifying image right there. <laughs> it was Borat. Okay. Very nice. Someone trying to send out a distress call. Not <laughs> Should we fake. help him? <laughs> Should we help? Nah, we're we're busy playing uh, asteroids here. And then with the sets here, I mean, they tried their best trying to make it look good, but then trying to make it a little bit too obvious with the posters in the background. <laughs> Just in case you've forgotten, you are in Japan. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right, Igor, take me to your leader. He said, he asked if he had him Mary Jane. If so, he would like to have some. <laughs> Is this a trick? If I were to say yes, are you going to handcuff me? <laughs> if you are a cop, you have to let me know. Steve, he's wearing a police uniform. Well, some of these people can be in imitators. <laughs> he's got a gun, Steve. Well, anybody in this country can carry a gun. Haven't you seen the news? <laughs> <laughs> Horrible, and then he punches him. <laughs> so, what did I exactly do here, sir? <laughs> this this movie little does everyone know. It's more about people accusing Steve Martin of uh, like smuggling and drugs. <laughs> well, in case you notice, I set you up. I'm an FBI agent. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> And here Damn, I was about to trust me. you. <laughs> so where were you on the night of the 17th? <laughs> with your wife. That's not true because I was with her. Damn, I thought I was going to get you there. <laughs> I will say this, though, about this particular movie. The fact that reporter, reporter... Steve Martin is included in a lot of secretive high government level uh, meetings and, and disposing of information uh, is something that really doesn't happen by and large in real life. Right. Considering the fact that in some way, like they're letting them in on everything. Like, sure, in real life, you'll get. Maybe some reporters uh, involved a little bit more than some of the others, but nothing as extensive as 
what uh, what Burr's character is going through. You sunk my battleship. How dare you? <laughs> I lost my wedding ring as a result. <laughs> well, whose fault is that? You didn't have to put it up. Well, get your pachinko chips ready. Gosh, I want I my want potato, potato chips, chips and I want them now. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the on the rescue ship, there's like a bunch of dancing girls. <laughs> Why'd you guys go right into underwater volcano area? <laughs> You is this that's Tokyo, dangerous. Is, is this the same volcano that was in Tokyo Bay at the end of War of the Gargantuas? Oh, man, there was a rope there that was tugging at the boat. I'd never noticed that before, and I've seen this version in Gojira enough times that... <laughs> Is your refrigerator running? Yeah. <laughs> That's it, operator. Yes. I slept well, with you your mother. better go run for it. <laughs> also, give me a sandwich. By the way, lowbrow humor, if you uh, have a problem with that, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that we hate these movies. We're trying to make it more fun. <laughs> I find it so funny, though, there are some people that think movies and shows should be treated with, like, the respect like a human being should. It's like, these are inanimate objects that don't think so. As a result, it, it, it matters too much. No, it doesn't. Have a sense of humor, damn it. <laughs> Speak clearly. <laughs> or forever hold your peace. Here, rope will save your life. <clears throat> yeah, he'll live. Like I was saying yesterday, one of the guys that we'll see here again that had died ended up coming back. I think if I – it's been a while since I've seen Gojira, but I think this film, this edit, rearranged some of the footage uh, potentially because that same guy is the father of the, uh, the, the boy who would eventually become an orphan. Yeah, which – He'll be ado adopted by Dr. Yamane. <laughs> Here's our mafia leader. <laughs> Little do you know that Dr. Yamane is behind everything dope in Japan. Godzilla was a secret experiment. And now I can control him.
He said he's trying to run an underground ma- mahjong ring. <laughs> underground mahjong ring. <laughs> it gets so competitive. It's the over-the-top version of mahjong. They're seeing ghosts. <laughs> Peekaboo. this guy here I'm going to take a closer look maybe I got this screwed up I don't think I did no I don't think I did maybe he actually lived he just was like really burned or something I don't know Well, then he doesn't respond right after that, though. I know, where we are led to believe that he died. Now, granted, in Gojira, I'm not sure if that's true or not, but in this morning, that's supposed to be a helicopter. Lands right on top of the entire population. <laughs> That'd be funny if it did. Some of the people get sucked up into the rotor blades. And <laughs> The interior of that chop. Yeah, See, there's the guy is. right there. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I look at that guy, I think of Curly from the Three Stooges. <laughs> so what did he say? He told us to get back. <laughs> to go away to never return and to take this pistol and shoot yourself <laughs> where to get a pistol hell if I know <laughs> well wait a sec here sir your holster it's empty oh <laughs> but yeah I've, I've enjoyed this sort of scene just kind of Shows you have kind of the more traditional uh, Japanese Edo period dances. I don't know if it's Edo or uh, Meiji. Period. I'm I would I would think yeah Edo because I think aren't the Daimajin movies during the Edo period. because uh, this so be. much reminds me of the period from those movies. possible I don't know if there's anything out there that would go into depth 
I used to know Japanese history pretty darn well, but we never like went into dances. But I probably at one point could have maybe identified like the clothing and stuff. I heard gorilla. So is there King Kong on this island? I heard whale. <laughs> well, I heard you're a chicken shit. <laughs> I do uh, like this part here. It's kind of creepy and a real nice slow build up to uh, not just the storm, but Godzilla making landfall. Do you fart? No. But out there, out there, who knows? <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's really windy in some of those things, but yeah, the test part. <laughs> well, I'm thinking it's making its way more inland. I think that's what's happening. I knew I should have had more for dinner. My stomach's angry. Kappa angry. Angry. <laughs> You know he knows what it is, because look at him. He's just like, oh, damn it. Like, do I just want to stay here and get crushed and disturb everyone's sleep, even though, hell, like, the thing's going to be coming through any damn second now. <laughs> also, how am I going to pay all my debts? <laughs> well, none of that will matter. Hey, Godzilla, this is my debtor's house. Step on him. <laughs> I don't owe him money. And Godzilla shrugs. Okay, smash. <laughs> That's a pretty good reaction. You know, with that house shaking, I wonder I wonder what they had underneath. It's like it's gotta be something really huge, like some kind of mechanical thing to kind of move that entire set. Or they had had it on kind of like a makeshift rumble stage and they just had some of the workers like push and pull it back and forth. Speaking of Unknown World, I just happened to look on YouTube here. And there's this awesome channel. It's um, uh, Cult Cinema Classics. Uh, actually, no, it's not from Cult Cinema Classics. Um, but if you type in Unknown World 1951 – uh, there is at least one uh, channel that has the full version of this movie, um, so you can watch it for free. So if it's not available on Prime or you don't have Prime, uh, you can go to YouTube and watch it. And I would suggest everybody check it out. Like I said, especially if you're a fan of, of old school science fiction movies like I am. Um, like I said, it's not the most exciting thing, but it's got some – Interesting set pieces. The acting is pretty darn good, and the whole premise of the movie is pretty fun as well. So I, I would s suggest checking it out. All right, Meg, let's get moving. <laughs> <laughs> 
Excuse me, do you sell pizza? This sign says Burger King. Can't you read? Well, no. (laughs) (laughs) That joke doesn't make sense, Kent. No, it doesn't. But in a way, it does because it's making fun of how stupid people can be. All right, I did it. I I was the one who was stomping around. (laughs) Sir, we're not in the trial. Oh. Well, if you excuse me, then. (laughs) Like I was saying yesterday, I find it funny that everyone else before Dr. Yamane spoke in their native language, in their native country, and yet Dr. Yamane is appeasing to the one white man in the room by speaking English. (laughs) Well, they just assume that everyone in there can uh, listen and speak English. The Japanese are definitely better educated than we are. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Martin, not impressed. Could turn that into a gif. Steve's not impressed. He gets up and leaves. (laughs) (laughs) They gave a damn. Sir, where's my Jimmy John sandwich? (laughs) Oh, man, that sounds so good right now. I was just thinking, I'm like, I'm kind of hungry. Like, it'd be nice to... But they don't realize that all these strains and stuff, it's tied into the, tied into the, uh, the whole bay. The harbor there? The harbor. (laughs) And it'll rip the harbor apart, taking all the people with them. You know, the funny thing was, I was thinking about that right as you were starting to make that comment. Doesn't look like he moved at all. Time to move in. (laughs) Then he shoves her overboard. He starts laughing hysterically. (laughs) That almost looks like Infant Island. Well, just the way it's shot. That's what I'm saying. It kind of looks like Infant Island almost. Look at the destruction here. I wonder if this was a real, like, site that got destroyed by, like, a tsunami or something when they made 
the uh, the film originally or what? Not well, sure. I don't know. I don't know, Kent. You were telling us about a few books earlier. Yeah, but it's been several years since I read two of them. The other one I just skimmed through. <laughs> We'll just keep walking on it. This ground is dangerous. Meanwhile, we're going to crane our necks in closer to get greater radiation exposure. <laughs> as well as uh, wear minimal uh, contamination suits. Yeah, by the way, Dr. Yamani, uh, our country's greatest scientist, go ahead and walk in with your denim jacket and your khakis and get exposed to this whole thing while picking up a trilobite with your bare hands and then afterwards continuing to touch the contaminated soil. Settle down. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, we heard you three minutes earlier. <laughs> we get it. Oh, boy. Dinner. <laughs> that would be so fun if he did pick it up and start gnawing on it. <laughs> Thanks for telling him nothing, doctor. What kind of a doctor are you? Let's get it. <laughs> yeah, that that rifle's going to help you out there, kid. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, she fell. Usually it's the woman that falls. Are you a prick? <laughs> Oh, you hurt your knee. <laughs> That'd be funny if Steve just picks him up, twirls him around, and then tosses him into Godzilla's mouth. <laughs> That'd be quite a <laughs> far of a toss there. That's what makes it so special. <clears throat> oh, 
Look what he did. Oh my god, he went into my rice field. <laughs> and then we get some terrible paleontology here. <laughs> Once again, doctor's screwing it up. T-Rex was not in the Jurassic period. The, the American added that, that we're about to – the information we're about to receive here is information that was in the American fans' consciousness for many decades. The fact that Godzilla was 400 feet tall and stuff, which was untrue. I think the Showa Godzilla was something like 125 feet or something of that sort. I think – According to the compendium, and I think the Wikipedia, I think they said around a little over 150 or so. Something like that, yeah. It's it's like a 25% of what they say here in the edit. Yeah. We didn't see it earlier. Um but Steve Martin had to punch the lights out of about three guys just to get his seat back within Parliament. <laughs> Which is why he looks so calm, because he's so satisfied. But yeah, he has no bruise marks on his fists. He's Raymond Burr. Raymond! Oh yeah, Raymond! Fists like iron. Raymond! I am Burr. Raymond Burr. Hence, later on, he changes his name to Perry Mason as he gets interested in politics. Perry. <laughs> Lawyer stuff. <laughs> Fists are still made of iron. Perry can still knock your block off. Perry Mason, knock your block off. <laughs> You didn't insert your joke. <laughs> I was waiting. I'm looking at you. <laughs> that man is stupid. Why is he your editor? <laughs> Stop talking about your penis. <laughs> it doesn't quite work the way that it did yesterday. You <laughs> missed the opportunity like two minutes earlier. <sighs> It'd be funny. He just gets mad for no reason. He picks up that typewriter and like smashes it over the nearest person's head. <laughs> and then he rips open his shirt and he's like, ah! <laughs> They do a decent job here with uh, the actor trying to portray Sarazawa. I mean, it's very obvious they're hiding a lot of crap, but hey, well, they're trying. I would, I would say the only difference I can tell between 
the two is the hairstyle. I would say in the face. Uh, this this actor's head looks slimmer. Well, than, just, just uh, keep an eye at least on the hairstyle. Where this one seems a little bit more combed over in a way. And then once we get and see his is kind of, uh, kind yeah, of his is in the down. other direction. Yeah. His he's got a fuller head of yeah. hair. Yeah. Daikaiju Network, where you get comments on men's hairstyles. <laughs> Fuck sports clip. Come to Daikaiju Network. We'll cut your hair for nothing. It'll be terrible. And we'll charge you a bundle. When you could have saved that money with Progressive and Geico. I don't know how those two <laughs> are similar to one another, but okay. It's, it's uh, visiting our sponsors. That bare spot you saw right as they were going down the stairs with exposed brick, Sarazawa got mad one day and he punched the the drywall off that piece of the wall. You first. It's too scary in there. <laughs> Hello? Mogwai? It's funny you say that because... The way she, her lips were moving almost looked very similar to what she was exactly <laughs> Quit playing hide and seek from me. That'd be funny if he came out and he goes, boo, and she falls backwards. And like, I was just thinking of that. On, <laughs> on like his glass test tubes and everything. <laughs> and then she starts bleeding out. And he's like, oh, crap. And then he can't save her. He's like, ah, damn it. <laughs> okay, fish, here's your testosterone. Giving testosterone to a fish, and the fish just starts like gets a Schwarzenegger style chest and punches through the glass and puts him in a headlock. <laughs> and then he takes her head and he smashes it into the tank. We are exactly synced up perfectly i was kind of watching our two feeds here we perfect absolutely perfect yeah it wasn't that nasty <laughs> by the way don't puke on my floor i just cleaned it today <laughs> wasn't that nasty i mean the fish only poked the other one's eyes out ate it split open the other's stomach and ate its entrails i mean it wasn't that bad <laughs> I mean, it's one of the reasons why I have this eye patch. <laughs> that damn fish took my eye out. <laughs> why did you come home late at this hour? You didn't get the money, did you? Didn't read our memo? <laughs> Listen, Dimebag Sarazawa owes us money. You went over there to collect the money, and you came back empty-handed. Damn it, I'm one of those gold bars. 
Well, should I go? Time. No, that's her job. <laughs> so yeah, here's here's the thing when it comes to the, <laughs> the sound effects when it with these depth charges. Okay, so and there. <laughs> It makes it you're sound gonna, like that they're actually exploding on surface when they. You're not going to kill anything, yeah. you know, deep into the ocean if they're blowing up on the surface. Yeah. <laughs> but yet you see them right there exploding. But you would think that they exploded on impact on the surface. I know. Yeah, the the sound editing uh, for that sequence is not very good. <laughs> Was it because See, of now look what you did. You pissed off Dr. Yamane. Apologize. I wonder what people think of our style of comedy with these things. You guys are stupid. Well, we never said we were the greatest comedians. <laughs> I'm sulking. Go away. But people are going to die. I don't care. He is my exp- uh, um, um You did not hear anything. <laughs> you didn't see anything. <laughs> Nippon beer. He's Satan. Underwater demolition. That's an interesting way of putting it. it that was Sarah uh, Kenji Sahara there. I, think. I was just going to say, like that. That looked briefly seen that there. That looked like Kenji. Who's spinning the bottle next? Oh, don't give me a hickey. So when are you leaving your wife? (laughs) All of a sudden, everybody sobers up. I wish it worked that way in real life. (laughs) You get toasted, and then all of a sudden, a monster shows up. You're just like, oh, wow, run! In reality, you'd be like, what the hell is that? You'd probably be pointing and laughing. Then you'd drown because you're such a, you know, toasted fuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right, put it in the basket of truth. So we're officially halfway on this. That's crazy. Well, this version of the movie is only what I think two. I think it's two minutes shorter than Megalon. I'm not sure because I think Megalon is 83 minutes. <laughs> Protect the hemp. <laughs> Someone just throws a match after lighting their cigarette on the road. Ah, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) 
very quiet evening at the Yamane household. Because they know that Dr. Yamane... Uh oh not anymore. Right <laughs> Quick, get my gun. <laughs> and the Molotov cocktails. Quick. Stay here. Why? Because this is an old-fashioned movie, and you're a woman. That means you have to stay here. <laughs> it's true. That's how they did it. <laughs> if you're offended by that, that tells me you haven't watched enough of these old-fashioned movies. <laughs> and believe me, I've got a whole library of them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like those machine guns are going to stop me. Well, they didn't realize at that moment that he's virtually indestructible. Let's just casually walk. We're all going to die someday anyhow. Right, Father? No, son. We will live forever. I'm trying to figure out why in some scenes they speak their native language and then all of a sudden they decide when they're around fellow Japanese they uh, are speaking English. Oh, Kent, we all know it's for the audience. Yeah, but in a... Very logical sense. It makes no sense. Oh, geez, can't. And see, with some of the match screen there, it's aged pretty well. Well, and... <laughs> You know, we talked about this before, at least with Return of Godzilla. I don't know if we've talked about it with other um, films, but like when some of these are given the Blu-ray treatment, some of the matting and the outlining of scenes is so much more obvious than when you see it uh, either in standard def, you know, or, or what have you. Um, because like I've said before, with Return of Godzilla, there was a scene that I never realized was a combination of two separate scenes put together. And when I watched the Blu-ray version of that movie like four or five years ago, um, I was just taken aback because in all the years that I watched that movie on VHS and then DVD, I never noticed the, the difference. I thought it was one scene. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at this mad screen. Yeah. Like well, and some streaming services well. will even show some of the high-def versions, and you'll see some of the, you know, um, discrepancies there, too. But this one, thankfully, doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. Pack that in there nice and tight. I find it so funny. He comes ashore just to put some debris on a bridge, and is like, 
yeah, work's done. <laughs> and that's and that Yamane goes, but he will be back, and his mouth doesn't move at all. So, how much was the damage? Only fourteen dollars, just in this area. <laughs> all right, Sector C. What's the t- total damage there? None of your goddamn business. <laughs> well, it is my business. <laughs> We're trying to allocate funds to rebuild. Oh, well, in that case. <laughs> Did you Quit. forget where you were again? Yeah, that occasionally happens. <laughs> Quit bothering me. I'm trying to write my fan fiction. That'd be funny if, like, Martin got easily spooked and, like, he just had, like, a bodily automatic reaction like his fist would just come up and just knock out someone wherever they are around him <laughs> and that'd be funny if Martin laughed he goes <laughs> that's never gonna happen <laughs> Yeah, I noticed one thing from that scene where the window kind of right behind Steve Martin where he was on his typewriter, you see a different building, but then the other window to the right is the brick wall where you kind of see it like this way, but then turns towards their building. You're thinking too much. Well, thinking's bad. <laughs> people are going to see it and notice it anyway, so might as well just point it out. You heard it here first on Daikaiju Network. The most stupidest, the stupidest podcast there is. <laughs> We're on stakeout. <laughs> Making sure there's no witnesses. Ah, witness! Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> Time to watch some good old-fashioned movies. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> like he would be like, there goes Steve bringing his porn machine out again. <laughs> I didn't say which movies, though. (laughs) Bebo. Why are we pointing up? No clue. Because the monster's right there. You point it up, you're going to miss. It's called geometry, idiot. <laughs> Shin Godzilla wished it was half as cool as this. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh boy, where are these things? Ouch! <laughs> you sound like Mo from Disorder in the Court there. <laughs> suit work is magnificent, but I hate that hand puppet. <laughs> I mean, it's so jarringly bad. I mean, I yes, it's not as bad as the one that's going to come in Godzilla Raids again, and that is a movie I love an awful lot, but it's still, man, still not good. The burger barn got burnt up. Let's liven up the place here a little bit. <laughs> Let's get these people dancing. Where are you guys going? Let me join in on the party. hanging off that power line there. Yeah. Actually, that's a transform. I know, idiot. Shut up. <laughs> the puppet looks makes Godzilla look like he's cross-eyed there. that was used pretty frequently uh, towards the end of Iran. I didn't do nothing. Quit shooting at me. Pissing me off. Gonna get it now. 
looks like a bunch of garbage like strewn along there that's following the <laughs> tanks like i mean that's what the fire followed like this line of garbage <laughs> Maybe it, the tanks just uh, dumped a lot of gunpowder. <laughs> I got a terrific idea. Let's blow ourselves up. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing was, is that that's even in the original movie. That scream. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. It's been a while since I've last seen it. Batter up. I don't know, it looks like all, a lot of it's still intact. Yeah. <laughs> Must be tiptoeing around everything now. Looks like some of those flashbulbs are actually coming straight from the beam. I think so. <laughs> this thing's in my way. <laughs> you know, you could just walk around it. Ah, fuck that. <laughs> Dive in and out. Mm-hmm. 
the birdies. Why can't I just run right now? You made the poor decision of being in a building several floors up. This building collapses twice. And I noticed the one thing that kind of on that corner... Uh, when the stuff was kind of falling down, it looked like some kind of uh, wooden projectile kind of comes out from the, one of the windows there and then quickly is uh, 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 taken aback or wheeled in. Why is my sports not on? <laughs> I don't care about this. <laughs> Sarazawa, doomsday prepper, live off of his rations for three years. <laughs> you know, Sarazawa, what they say about doomsday preppers? What's that? They're quitters. Yeah, that's about right. Godzilla has a thing about bridges, like he hates them. <laughs> hates them with the passion. Yeah, Judge, see you, show him. I don't care for those up-close scenes of the Jets, because man, oh man, do you see the strings. Yeah. Damn mosquitoes. <laughs> <clears throat> Was really at about this point yesterday was when your electricity went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, because we're just a little over an hour in. Yeah, and we're still here, <laughs> unlike yesterday. <laughs> well, me at least. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out your dad. Someone shut her up, please. Sure. 
Well, it's just a little bit of an amputee. <laughs> That'd be awful if oh god as he's coming up the stairs he's looking at everybody and he each and every single one he goes you're gross you disgust me <laughs> Jeez. oh man <laughs> Yes, we all noticed. Oh, it's just bubbles, Doctor. <laughs> bubbles killed them. <laughs> Which goes to tell you, children, you can't be playing with bubbles anymore. And that was when I fainted. <laughs> Steve's sick to his stomach. <laughs> I'm about to puke. What a what a waste of good fish.
Never. <laughs> Eat my farts. <laughs> As he walks, walks away here, this... <laughs> my money. <laughs> find it funny that they can't show us it and all that happens is he gets a little cut like above his eye it's like they're saying fighting is gory <laughs> little did they know what all can be shown on television and movies like five decades later At that moment, his heart grew three times the size. <laughs> and then the true meaning of humanity came through, and the Sarazawa found the strength of ten Sarazawas plus two. They are mourning for all the buildings that they have lost. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> I thought we were going to get through that segment without cracking a joke for something so serious as somber. And then you're like, <laughs> they're not mourning for the people, they're mourning for the infrastructure. <laughs> 
<laughs> of course you would say something like that. <laughs> singing. I can't stand the singing. <laughs> All the sombering, despair, depression. That's why I don't watch the evening news. Why, Doctor, why? Because I like to see the flame. I feed it. It grows. It gets happy. Which makes me happy. You love the flame more than I. Why are you crying? It's just papers. <laughs> <laughs> what insensitive prick <laughs> you think that uh, radiation <laughs> is strong enough to, to, to detect <laughs> I told you not to get the Fisher Price model <laughs> Crack. Oh no, the auction! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> too fast, too fast! <laughs> Slow down. What did he say? Go faster. No! <laughs> Wee! <laughs> Oh, nope, they're still going. <laughs> Who enters my lair? Meow. <laughs> Is it that blonde Barbie doll again? Where are you going? I'm getting out of here. <laughs> He's abandoning <laughs> my whole mission. But you're still tied to an oxygen cable. I can still get you on the way up. Losers lose and cheaters win. <laughs> can you see anything, Doctor? I can't see jack shit. <laughs> Why don't we just drop it here? Sure, why not? All right, let's set it up. Aw, oh, damn it, he's 100 yards over there. This ain't going to work. Now, we have failed, and I burnt up those papers. I forgot how to make one of these.
that sequence was filmed backwards because the two on the helmet was backwards. Maybe it was just written that way on purpose. No, it wasn't. <laughs> because in the scene before it, it was written the right way. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> okay, you got this. All kidding and joking aside, like, this has always been a really cool, powerful scene. Steve looks like he's got the V mark that was left on Rambo's face from the last Rambo movie. V for Victor. Mm-hmm. So did Victor get to Steve as well? <laughs> Come and get me, Godzilla. <laughs> He's being tossed and turned like a tumbleweed. I'm the mob boss now. That's way too close for that ship. Yeah. It's amazing that the people on that ship didn't get vaporized. Now's my chance to stab him. What have we done? Who cut off his line? I think it was that doctor guy there. (laughs) (laughs) He's been playing it quiet throughout most of the movie. It's got to be him. It's always the quiet ones. You'll never take me alive. I find it a little funny. Godzilla kind of does this melodramatic, like, oh, like, before going under. (laughs) 
And he's gone. Oh man, my experiment. How do they know? They couldn't see him being vaporized. Sure, Godzilla came up in agony, but does that necessarily mean he's dead? I mean, we as the audience saw it. They just know, Kent. now until six months from now <laughs> and see I didn't see this ending part I on think... the VHS version where it just said like the end of the or the stomping yeah I think it's on the one Criterion DV, uh, Blu-ray that came out odd number of years ago because I think it's on that I'm, I'm almost positive I saw it on that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh, that's uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yes. For you. And I'm just gonna stop it. And I'm I'm continuing to just watch a little bit here. They give uh, a lot of credit to a lot of the. Japanese staff. Yeah. And like even the cameraman, the sound. Well, they had the stopping in here. Jewel Enterprises. Never heard of them. All right. Okay. Um. So yeah, I I mean, Jason, what kind of what are your thoughts after this extremely recent viewing of King of the Monsters? Uh. It's kind of what I thought was uh, since the last time I seen it, probably a little over a decade ago. Just kind of more of those member berries, <laughs> sort of thing that we've seen for many years uh, mm-hmm. when watching the the American version of uh, Gojira and then with Raymond Burr in it. So yeah, it's uh, uh, still. Still, kind of takes me back, you know, with that cool nostalgic uh, sort of thing, and then just kind of, yeah. I know we don't uh, do this typically when we rate movies, but we're going to do the star thing here for the commentary. So, out of ten stars, what would you give King of the Monsters? I would at least uh, give it around a seven. A seven, so a little bit above average. So, um. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I am a defender of this movie. I completely go back on a lot of what I said about this movie, you know, like a decade or so ago now. Um, this is a this is a very good film. It, it is very good, and I understand that a lot of people out there probably are laughing and saying, "Well, it takes a lot of the heart and the soul out of the the original Japanese cut." And and I would. Uh, not really argue much with that but i would argue that it's it's even still this this very heavily americanized edit is still it's still got so much more substance to it than even a lot of your run-of-the-mill monster giant monster american western fare was even being produced around the same time i mean there's still a lot more to this american edit than there is to those films and I think in in some ways it still gets a little bit of the point across from the original Gojira. Obviously, not a lot, but I think this film definitely is is so much better than what many of us have thought. And this is a movie that even after watching it, the, you know, we more or less have watched it twice in about two days. Um, but here's the thing, like even after doing that, I still enjoyed it. You know, typically with some movies, if you watch them over consecutive days, you'd kind of tend to get tired of them mm-hmm. and not, not this one. And, and I think that's a sign that, you know, a movie, is good that 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 a movie has something to it that entertains you enough to where you're like you know what that was a waste of time i wish i had done something different um but for me personally again i think a lot of american fans need to go back revisit this film because and and i think even learn about the history of it as well i think that will really put a lot more things into perspective and I think bring a lot more respect to what this film was and kind of what Terry Morse and his crew were were attempting to do back in 1956. So out of 10, I would have to give this probably an eight and a half. I think... I, I think it's a fairly strong film. I, I think if you had asked me years ago, though, what would I r- give it? I probably would say a five. You know, I would say it was average. But I think it's it's so much stronger than that. Uh, very well acted. I think they really did as best as they could to try to make things work as seamlessly as possible with existing uh, film scenes. They built sets. Um, you know, they. They gave a damn, <laughs> you know, and that's what, um, yeah, that, that's one of the things that I really enjoy about this is that they actually tried and they cared. You, you wouldn't necessarily get that out of most foreign films, especially foreign monster sci-fi films that are being imported into the states at, at the same time. So, yeah. So with that. Um, Thank you so much for watching and, or listening yes. if you're doing it via the audio. We hope you enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, we will be back with more Daikaiju Network in a couple of weeks. All right. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if we're going to be continuing on with uh, more commentary or uh, kind of go back to the regular show. We will be uh, – the thing is that this commentary is going to be very outdated quickly here because it's not going to matter. But um, 
what we're going to do is we're going to cover Ultra 7, and on February 19th, we're going to cover – we're going to discuss the first 27 episodes of that series. Uh, but until then, yeah, we're going to do more commentaries. So our next episode – what is today? The 9th? Our next episode is going to be on the 22nd. We'll do another commentary. Jason and I will figure out what movie we'll, we're going to cover as soon as we get off the air here, and we will let everyone know uh, – in, sh- in short order alright until then I'll see you guys in a couple of weeks